0: Technical difficulties today, Carl, just like old times. If you've been listening for a long time, you know we are full of technical difficulties. Unfortunately, today's technical difficulties had to be addressed. It's some static that makes it impossible to hear what's going on, so we cut it out. Two places where we made cuts, and you're going to hear the audio suddenly jump into a different place, and you're going to go, it sounded like it jumped. It did first one is during the intro, so it's not a big deal. We clip that out and it doesn't make a difference. The second one is a little later in the show and we're talking about Minnie Mouse's wardrobe change. And so when it suddenly shifts and it's, it sounds like we're, and, and you don't understand what the topic is, the topic is Minnie Mouse's wardrobe change. She's been changed into a pantsuit from the Polka Dot address, and so we are discussing that. Those are the two issues. Sorry about it, but. Uh-
1: Welcome to the
0: Come be part of the conversations that happen around my kitchen table.
1: He's John Branion, and he's been a stand-up comic for more than 30 years.
0: She's Amanda McKinney, and she's been my daughter for her whole life.
1: Our family believes laughter is a gift from God. We often discover it while discussing culture, faith, and family.
0: So go ahead and pull up a chair, neighbor. So we oh, wait a minute. are char... Full. What do you? What do I have to wait for?
1: I just had to push the button to hear you in my headphones. Did I it work?
0: Okay, so we're chock it. full of man food from this morning. We went out. Uh, myself, Luke, the podcast ninja, Silas, Colin, Joe, mm-hmm. who doesn't have a nickname on the podcast yet. Um,
1: uh, he. I thought we called him Garbage Pail. Joe,
0: <laughs> did we? <laughs> I think we. Maybe did. Maybe Tabby did. Uh. Joe went out, and Simon didn't get to go. Simon is the... He's
1: uh, not the youngest. Dude. He's not the
0: youngest, but he's he apparently doesn't qualify to eat man food. But it was I think Colin was the first one to suggest that he wanted to go out and eat man food, right? Well, he
1: said he had eaten it. That was in my memories like a week or two ago, where four years ago or five years ago...
0: We all went out. He, he
1: came home, and I said, hey, buddy, where'd you go? And he said, uh, I do... I do, and I eat man food.
0: And With his that father,
1: made me laugh. With yeah. you, got you right. and Andrew and Luke.
0: Because we took we went took out,
1: Colin, at like three years old. Yeah,
0: to eat man food, and so it's been a while since we've done that. So today we we broke that drought of uh, camaraderie of guys going out and eating man food, and so I sent you a picture of the man food that your sons ordered.
1: Yeah, it was very manly.
0: <laughs> okay, you got a picture, it, Carl. It was a. Uh, it was a pancake. It was a uh, a chocolate chip pancake that had a face painted on it with whipped cream and cherries and two two Marchino cherries for the pupils of the eyes. <laughs> yep. and it was it was very very masculine. It was
1: very cute. And then there were these two little grinning. Young boys, boys holding right. them up.
0: Who we kept saying, "Okay, hold up your man food." We kept calling it man food, ironically, and they would just please just punch. They had no idea <laughs> that we were mocking them for their for their choice in man food. Their man
1: food. Going to go out with the men today.
0: <laughs> oh, we had such a good time. They uh, they fought a little bit. Yeah, they Luke hit said each other they weren't great bit.
1: at the restaurant. And I said, you know what little men do when they're very happy to be out is they... They can't control their... ...fidget and climb under the table mm-hmm. and knock stuff over. And they need to be told that the other men at the table don't appreciate all those things. Right.
0: And we did tell them that. And so we, we kept them in bounds a little bit. Maybe not as much as their mothers would have if they were out with them. But there were a few times when we told them they were yelling when they were talking. And uh, <laughs> they were just excited. I mean, you get a pancake... With a face on it made out of whipped cream and Maraschino cherries, you're going to be a little excited.
1: Well, I don't know, because I've had a pancake with a face on it, but I'm pretty sure I've never had man food. So. You know,
0: well, I was just about to say you're not a man, so, so it doesn't react. My,
1: or I'll have to take your word for it. doesn't
0: it. hit you the same way that it hits them. Yeah. And so anyway, it was good. It was a, it was a fun time.
1: You guys all went out, and you did some very masculine things. We and did. And today I fully intend... To talk about the worst <laughs> so what else is new? parts of feminism. Can we, can
0: we cover? Can we cover the thing that I thought there was? There's two ironies that happened this week that I think are hysterical. I think they're funny, and I don't know if this is laugh out loud funny, but we've talked many times about how it doesn't have to be laugh out loud funny to qualify as comedy. All it has to do is be, you know, incongruent. And yeah. so one of the incongruence that the one of the incongruencies that i notice is that uh neil young who you have no idea who that is
1: nope well, has, i do now
0: has removed his music from spotify because uh apparently joe rogan is like the king of well the king of podcasts he's yeah. got he's got like 100 million listeners or something like that it's just some crazy number of listeners on spotify a few more than us even yeah <laughs> and a handful he is talking about he's having people on his podcast who are experts about the virus because who isn't I mean who isn't talking about the virus right and those experts and various commentators are not falling in line with the uh with the narrative that you're supposed to talk about namely that the vaccine is the only way to to combat this virus. And so Rogan is is an anti-vaxxer when it comes to the... I mean, not an anti-vaxxer, but he's...
1: But like at the beginning of the pandemic, like a year and a half ago, he had a virologist or somebody come mm on. Maybe it was even two years ago now. And the guy was talking about how, yes, this actually is serious, or it seems to be mutating faster than we've seen before. And and we just don't know much, but we do know that it seems to be super contagious. And so he's saying all these things, which were true. At and, the time. And Joe was like, Oh, holy crap, like this makes me really wanna just never leave the house again and right. you know, this makes me wanna wanna go to the gym but but not with other people around because, you right. know, you wanna strengthen because that immune system. I wanna I wanna eat I wanna eat nothing but like pure vegetables and vitamins right. and, and So middles. that that
0: was already not the direction he was supposed to go. You, Why? Because that that you're not supposed to go. Oh, I need to uh, up my cardio, and I need to spend more time in the sun, no, and I need he to was, eat healthy. He, this, what you're supposed to do is go, holy, holy cow! The government needs to come up with a
1: vaccine. No, no, that was what they were talking about. They were this guy was talking about the importance of a vaccine and how that's that's totally going to help things, and it's as, it's you know dire that we do this quickly as possible. But that's not going to be possible if people keep being deniers of. The seriousness, the seriousness of COVID. Of like, the- he had this guest on right. two years ago who right. was doing all of that.
0: And, and that's the thing that people who listen to Joe Rogan, I'm not one of them, but the people who listen to Joe Rogan have been saying that, that he's very fair right. and, and open-minded. And he has guests on who he doesn't necessarily agree with always, but they always have a civil conversation. Right. And so Neil Young has decided that Joe Rogan is just spreading disinformation about the COVID virus, so he is his thre- has threatened to remove his music uh, from Spotify right. because Joe Rogan is also on Spotify, right. and that to me is just funny because because okay Neil Young's music is. Taken down from Spotify. It's not It's not on Spotify anymore. How does that in any way, shape, or form uh, damage Joe Rogan's...
1: Well, two things. He is hoping other people will follow suit, people mm-hmm. with more clout than he has. So uh-huh. that's number one. And number two, he's actually kind of genius because... Because
0: it's getting him a spotlight. Yeah. And and nobody including you didn't nobody you didn't know who he was right. a week or two ago. I can
1: say from personal experience that right. there is some credibility to the strategy of just Making a fool of yourself for a few days because then people like me are going to Google you.
0: Yeah, and now well, and he's getting some. He's getting some praise from people. Good for you for standing up for your beliefs and. Uh, well, and regardless,
1: all that. like he's in the, There's no such thing as bad press, and he's in the press, and mm. we're talking about him now. So there, kudos to Neil if he did that, knowing that he wasn't getting that many hits on Spotify. Shout out to Joni Mitchell too. Joni Mitchell as well. Because Mm -hmm. they're not getting that many downloads anymore, but this is a good way. They'll get a few more. This is a good way to remind everyone of their existence. Yeah, maybe we
0: maybe we should boycott Spotify.
1: (laughs) Maybe we should. we should, down with Rogan. Yeah. Arr.
0: All right. All right. Listen up, Joe Rogan. If you stay on Spotify, we're going to pull off Spotify, and we're going to take our two dozen listeners with us.
1: Carl's coming with us, Joe. <laughs> it's us and Carl or you. You don't, have, you don't have
0: the three of us to kick around anymore, Spotify. <laughs> take that.
1: Yeah. So anyway, you were make you're laughing about that, but I don't see how that has to do with the... With the toxic femininity and bad it doesn't. feminism, that's, but
0: I had to talk about my stuff before you started talking about your stuff because oh, we'll never get over. back to it. Right. Uh, the other thing that I think is ironic, well, the the other thing, the, the reason I thought that that was ironic is because today on my newsfeed, it's uh, Apple has announced that they are releasing a a new emoji that's a pregnant man. Right, they're adding a pregnant man emoji to the uh, to their emoji library right. right underneath that was where it said Joni Mitchell is pulling her music off of Spotify uh, to protest misinformation right. <laughs> and I just thought that there was a beautiful irony in those two things in a pregnant man emoji being added to Apple and right. that's cool but Joni's not because, protesting Apple yeah she's not protesting Apple right. but she is protesting misinformation I thought you were talking Spotify. about the
1: incongruity or the irony of all of these leftists like these trans activists like insisting that the only way that you can tell the difference between a trans and any other human is like looking at their genitalia. That and is and now we have a picture, right. That's just chest up. It's, <laughs> for all intents and purposes, it looks like just that's a right. blue-shirted, short-haired the woman. Woman, right? The yeah. pregnant
0: man and the pregnant woman look eerily exactly identical. The same. Yeah. yeah,
1: except that, for blue, which it, it, is a gender well, stereotype. What's funny is
0: the, the the woman, the pregnant woman, actually has a slightly shorter haircut than the man. Oh, you know? really? Yeah, you can kind of see her ears and her hair's tucked behind. But the man's hair, in my opinion, well, no, it's it it's looks so a little long. fuller.
1: The woman's hair is so long that it flows back behind and it's pulled back into like a. a oh, you short think so? You're butt. making an
0: assumption about what her hair looks like yeah. from behind. That's it,
1: unquestionably. <laughs> You're
0: looking at her face and deciding what her hair looks That's like. in She back. has
1: bangs that he doesn't have, <laughs> perhaps, but. Uh, well,
0: that being said, that leads into the other irony that I wanted to touch on, and that is that we have changed uh, Mickey Mouse, or Minnie, and uh, there's a lot of I people... I think
1: it was just temporarily, wasn't it?
0: I don't know. I don't really care. I'm I'm not a person... There's a lot of people that are bent out of shape, but Candace Owens said some stuff about it, and uh, some of the conservative commentators are like, yeah, this is what's happening. We're We're destroying another cultural icon. Right. And my position is that they can do that. It's a... Minnie Mouse is a drawing, you know. Right. So if if the people that own that that character decide that they want to change that character's identity, they're within their rights to do that. What, what I thought was noteworthy, though, was they put Mickey or they put Minnie in a pantsuit. They took the, the... right,
1: and somebody said it looked like pajamas. <laughs> it, it totally does. It looks it like does. something <laughs> Hugh
0: Hefner would have worn. Right. It looks like pajamas. <laughs> it looks it's like, like they put two-piece. Minnie in like a like a pair of. Uh, Lounge yeah, pajamas. Like
1: like leave it to Beaver, like what they would have worn.
0: Yeah. Somebody somebody commented on that. It's like they upgraded her from the fifties to the seventies.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. And and
0: it looks a little bit like something Hillary Clinton might wear too. Maybe. It's a little snazzier. It's gaudy, yeah, yeah. It's a little snazzier. But what I thought was noteworthy was the fact that Minnie still has bow, as has a big bow in her hair. Well,
1: she has a boutique. So <laughs> Minnie has a boutique, mm-hmm. and so she has to represent her small business. <laughs> right, <coughs> right. She can't be without it.
0: Right, but she she has a boutique, and she also still has long eyelashes. Right. And the reason that is, is because if you took away her bow and her long eyelashes, she would look exactly like Mickey Mouse. Right. And so there would be no way. You can upgrade her pants suit you know, take her dress off and put her in a pantsuit. And everyone would go, hey, Mickey's wearing a pantsuit. And you would have to go, no, no that's, Minnie. that's Minnie. And it's like, well, how do we know it's Minnie? There's no way to know it's Minnie. unless, because,
1: like you said, the people who drew it get to decide. That's right. So there you go. The well, authors well, but get, they get to, to decide. decide.
0: But in order to communicate their intent, they have to put a, a, a gender stereotype. They have to make use of gender stereotypes. Girls have bows in their hair. And so you have to put a bow on Mickey, on Minnie's head to differentiate between her and Mickey. Otherwise, people will have no way of knowing who's who. And so they wanted to, uh, the irony is that they want to maintain the character of Minnie Mouse, but they upgraded her with this sort of gender non specific pantsuit. But they couldn't do that without adding something that's traditionally feminine to the character.
1: Right. I thought this podcast was supposed to be funny.
0: (laughs) Do I have to explain how comedy works to my co-host
1: again? Isn't this supposed to be funny? I haven't laughed for like (laughs) six minutes or something.
0: I thought you were supposed to be a comedian. Comedians are supposed to be funny.
1: I don't think you're funny.
0: Therefore, you're not a comedian.
1: Lame.
0: All right, talk about what you want to talk about. I better be rolling on the floor in a (laughs) matter of seconds here.
1: This isn't going to be funny either. I better
0: be on the floor.
1: Except that dad always laughs hysterically when I say inappropriately. Uh, I, laugh, outrageous I laugh
0: because you get salty.
1: Yeah, because I get your, your
0: saltiness is what makes me Well, and actually,
1: laugh. speaking of Hugh Hefner, because I mentioned his pajamas a few minutes ago. Yes. that You wrote about Hugh Hefner. And yes, I did, but you'll notice that I didn't bring that up. As A&E. Because I
0: thought that you would find that boring, so I skipped a, it. Well,
1: that's where the first comment from the person... The Carlina that I want to talk about today.
0: Carlina, tell Carl who Carlina is so that we...
1: Anytime we've got an example of a woman doing something ill-advised, unwise, or uh, self-sabotaging, we refer to that woman as Carlina because the name doesn't really matter. The the important thing is the lesson that we can learn from somebody who in real life is doing something bad. In fact, Never
0: trying to make this personal.
1: This week on the MomCast, we don't call... We don't name our anonymous examples on the MomCast, but I did give an example of Carlina on the MomCast um, because a person I know in real life was asking for, like, a poll, taking a poll of all of her friends to find out if anyone else who is also sensitive to the moon's energy has felt (laughs) off this week. And what was... I kid you not. What was the
0: result of that survey? What
1: would you think? Like, what... (laughs) Honestly My ha-
0: guess is that, that anybody who would post a thing like that probably has a lot of friends of a similar mindset. Yes. So she probably got a whole bunch of Oh totally. Yes. I've felt I felt really weird the last week because yes. something and I didn't even think about the fact that the moon Correct. is giving off an energy. So that's probably Somebody what it
1: said, is. um unironically, Oh totally. The moon was full in the cancer constellation this oh, week.
0: See, if so, I had known that
1: Yeah. And then a bunch of other people were like, Yeah, for sure. For it's sure. A, it's
0: the moon energy.
1: There's some aura happening. The
0: moonergy. The energy is is yeah. messing with our aura. So and we talked about up that. Our...
1: we talked about that on the mom cast and all the ladies were agreeing with me that like this is A, not as rare as you would like to think. And no. The superstitions abound, and no. women are just getting more and more bold with their silliness, and and we think we're better than old wives' tales. Like we think we've evolved past this yes. old wives' gossipy, like for
0: well, for a number of generations now, we've we've had sort of this playful attitude about horoscopes, fortune right. cookies, fortune tellers. They're and not been...
1: being joked about right. anymore, but
0: it, but they used to be. You know, forty years ago, people would ha ha. Maybe I'll consult my horoscope, and right. you had a few fringy people who were like, horoscopes need to be taken seriously. Seriously. But gradually over the years, it's it's not a joke anymore. And yep. people are have, people have mismatched all these things together. Moon's energy and Sagittarius and my chakras and right. my,
1: talked about chakras my karma. Too.
0: And all of this stuff is sort of balled up into this.
1: Right. Uh, it ended up being a really popular episode. Like we got a bunch of feedback from our female listeners who were like, oh, thank you for talking about this. I'm not surprised. Yeah, because they're getting sick of it. And one person in particular, shout out to Carla. She listens to the mom. Comcast uh, mm-hmm. Carlina Carla says uh, she shared a meme that said I need some girl with a nose ring to tell me which planets are making me sad <laughs> and, and somebody else underneath that had written I don't have a nose ring but I'm pretty sure it's earth.
0: <laughs> the energy from earth is that's out of the, alignment that's the
1: planet making you sad i don't have a nose ring but the planet you're looking for is i'm earth. looking
0: for somebody a girl with a nose ring to tell me which planets are making me sad oh
1: gosh it was funny so anyway that was that was the carlina that we discussed this week on the podcast but <laughs> but you you brought up a and e in the documentary that supposedly like unleashes. wait a minute are you
0: about to give me credit for making a valid point
1: i already gave you I, no, this is where the lady was commenting. Oh, okay. Uh, Carlina read your post.
0: I was excited for a second. I thought you were going to...
1: No, heavens I no. I thought you are going
0: to pat me on the head for doing something correctly.
1: I'm not here to validate you. I'm just giving the backstory. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> Settle I just want to make sure you
0: remembered your role.
1: Settle down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so A&E released a documentary that's supposedly that revealing the secrets of Hugh Hefner's Playboy Mansion. Right. And you just basically... Wrote this post that was like, we don't need that. We already know what was going on. Intelligent people already know what right. was happening. Right,
0: nobody's going to be surprised to find out that there were... That Illicit there were activities. Nasty things happening in the Playboy Mansion.
1: Right, right. And you further went on to say that if we would stop allowing women and girls to be stupid... That, that things like this, the Playboy Mansion wouldn't have existed in the first place. Like all of these women who would show up at the mansion because they wanted to be rich and they wanted to be famous and they right. wanted to get They wanted to from be Hugh. Hugh
0: Hefner's girlfriend.
1: Right. They don't now get to go oh my goodness, we had no idea, and continue actually to profit from his name. Yeah,
0: but that is exactly what's happening in this documentary. Right, These women now are coming out and talking about how abused and taken advantage of they were. And the, the theme of what I wrote about was, well, you've only got two options. You're either stupid or right. you're we're wicked. you right. right. You're stupid or you're wicked. And those are the only two options if you're complaining now about being a playmate and Hugh Hefner's girlfriend.
1: So here's here's the clincher sentence or the clincher paragraph that you wrote. If the women aren't complete morons, then blaming their depraved behavior on Hugh Hefner is an act of evil. Mm -hmm. They were mature, empowered women with the capacity to make their own decisions. And now, years later, they're refusing to take responsibility for those decisions. That's even worse than being stupid. And then you said, I'm not apologizing for Hefner. He was a despicable, selfish, manipulative monster, but he didn't act alone, and the women who made him famous are not victims. They're monsters themselves. Yep. And honestly, Gosh, I'm a good writer. I was encouraged by how many people, both male and female, were like, yes, thank you for saying this. It's mm-hmm. spot on. Like, generally, I would say probably 95% of the feedback was Which agreement. kind of surprised
0: me because it, with the number of trolls that have been showing up on my page, I figured that I would get roasted by a few people.
1: No, they're. I think they're really conflicted about how to respond to Hugh. I think because in the wake of the Me Too movement and the Harvey Weinstein debacle, that's true. They are really skittish that's true. about. That's It's going to be honest. hard. <laughs> it's
0: going be hard with, especially with this documentary coming out. Even people who were who were pro Playboy are going to have a hard time,
1: right? They don't know what they're supposed that. to think. They don't know what they're supposed to believe about this because they're supposed to be sex positive, which is what Playboy right. claims to be. Right, well, and men... that's
0: that's way before your time, but that's what it was. Right. I mean, Hugh Hefner was celebrated. I don't I don't he mean just tolerated. He yeah. was celebrated as doing wonderful things to advance the causes of women. Right. He was held up as a champion right. of feminism, as an ally of women because he they shed all of these archaic stereotypes right. and they were able to fully be realized as as powerful independent uh, women, and Hugh Hefner gave them that. Right, he got credit for being a a, a friend of women.
1: I right, I think secular humanists. Are still kind of grappling with what am I supposed to think?
0: <laughs> That's because they don't have any truth. They're just they're ships without rudders on the ocean. They have no idea which way to go.
1: But generally, I mean, generally, most people were like, "Yes, I agree." They weren't being held at gunpoint. They made their choice. Yes, like this is what they get. They knew what was going to happen. Right,
0: so- and it, and if. If that is not your case, if you if you say, well, they didn't ha- they didn't have a choice, they didn't know what was happening to them, well then you have to say they're that stupid. they were stupid. They're right. the dumbest women on the planet. Right. To not know what's going on. But you can't to-
1: infantilize them and treat them like they're children with no agency and also say that they're strong, empowered, right. independent women you can't that they have should both. listen to. Right. So that was the whole point of your post. Pick pick one. I'm okay with the idea that maybe they are stupid, but yeah. you have to say it with your right. own words and, too. And
0: <laughs> what's important is that the women themselves say it. Right. The women themselves have to go, yes, I am dumb as a brick.
1: Yep. And I own was, that. I wasn't just manipulated, I am easily manipulated yep. because I am gullible and foolish. Yeah,
0: I yeah. am I am stupid and I should not be trusted to make my own decisions.
1: So most people agreed as I say, but there was one person whom we shall refer to as Carlina, Carlina. and she wrote, I don't even know how to pronounce this. <laughs> If you have, quote. That's if you saying have, something.
0: If there's a word you don't know how to pronounce.
1: It's S-R-A. And I'm not sure if it's an acronym or an abbreviation or a typo. It's probably typo. an abbreviation.
0: I'll look it up. Go ahead and read.
1: It might be a typo. But it says, if you have no understanding of Sarah, the Jezebel Ahab spirit, narcissistic grooming, or Yahweh's justice for mankind, you might want to keep your opinions to yourself. Your opinions only create more division, and the victims and perpetrators are still placed under condemnation. God's justice is evident when perpetrators are restored, as well as the victims being healed and recompense paid. So, like, basically, that's just a big word salad. Sure. It was generally, it was obvious that there was some general disagreement there but again, I'm not even really sure what the disagreement was. It was a bunch of spiritual <laughs> mumbo jumbo. It was like, Hey, does you, anyone else with the moon energy sensed, feel a little off this week?
0: You sensed that she disagreed with me, Yeah, but, but you're not sure about what.
1: Yeah. And there were some keywords there that made me think, yeah, this is a new age spiritualist kind of lady. And that's what I think Sra might refer to, like maybe a an ancient. Well, God? we've got
0: lots of options here for what if I refer to. There's uh sequence read archive SRA. Oh, no. Look There's up
1: SRA and Socialist
0: then... Rifle Association.
1: No, do SRA and then do Spirit, like or or uh Jezebel. I
0: did did Jezebel and it took me to some singer.
1: Uh, okay, well I don't know then.
0: SRA Spirit takes me to. Spiritual Response Association.
1: That might. That could be it.
0: Uh, Tumwater, Washington. That could be. Spiritual Response Association, reaching your potential. Hmm. SRA intensive skills class. Hmm. Uh, intensive skills class will help advance class graduates to connect in a deeper.
1: That is very very possible.
0: Spiritual Spirit Revolution All Stars.
1: Probably not.
0: Spirit Layer Cake.
1: Definitely getting colder.
0: (laughs) That's S L A. Okay, but there's
1: words there, like narcissistic grooming, Mm
0: -hmm. which I
1: know about women who throw around the word narcissism. We talked about that on a previous episode.
0: I'm sure we will talk about them more in the future. The the reference narcissism is is a very very. It's a very hip thing to accuse people of. It just
1: means sin. It means selfishness, sinful Mm -hmm. selfishness. That's all it is. But the people throwing it around think that it means an extra layer of selfishness, an extra bad selfishness. super sinfulness. That my ex-husband was guilty of, but I myself am not. I am not. not. Right.
0: I am not a narcissist. What occurred to me this week was that the people who are the most narcissistic tend to be the people who identify others as narcissists. Yes,
1: I have written about that too. Like four years ago, I wrote identifying the narcissists who call everyone narcissists. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's
0: pretty, if you've got a list of 12 people that you identify as a nar- as narcissist, you're probably a narcissist.
1: Yeah, we're, we're struggling to, to stay on. Go ahead. We're we're not going to get through. Go ahead. I'm not
0: going to talk anymore. all
1: of my examples. Oh, we got that plenty behavior. of time.
0: We still got we still got 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, but if any if this last 25 have been any indication, we're hurry up, hurry up, say a, a thing,
0: time. say things.
1: Okay, so there's words there that led me to believe that this might be a person who's into voodoo magic, right?
0: Of some sort.
1: Um, because she's talking about victims and perpetrators and Yahweh. Anybody who refers to God as Yahweh, like that, is. I don't want to say literally every single time, but in most cases, there's some new age stuff happening.
0: Unless they are a uh, professing Jew.
1: Yeah, but they don't spell it out. They they usually That's do true. Y-H-W-H. YHWH. In fact, they, they don't even spell God. They, you, they strike out the O for That's God. True. So anyway, I, I would have thought, yeah, Orthodox Jew if I had seen that, but... In this case, I'm going, okay, she's referring to spirits and the Jezebel spirit specifically. And so I replied, again, not totally sure what this lady was even talking about. Right. Right. And I said, the Jezebel spirit? Is that the spirit that tells women they didn't really choose to do the sex work? Is Jezebel the name of the spirit that lies when it renames sinners and frames them as victims and constantly looks for someone else to blame? I'm familiar with that spirit, but I didn't know what to call it. Uh Uh-huh. And I didn't hear back from her for a couple for of days, f- or for a few hours for a few at least. hours, right. And she said, she finally responded and said, that's just a vague description. Everyone mm-hmm. likes to place it in a female context, but spirits are not associated with gender. I can see this spirit, the Jezebel spirit, mm-hmm. on so many American men pastors that it's quite remarkable. Mm-hmm. Power and control, along with the blame game, you're either the hero or the victim. I know, I know, uh, right? It's like yeah, I don't. A trip. I
0: really don't understand. Now she's made two comments, and I don't understand what she said. It's like in she either takes a
1: hit on a bong right before she types every time. Right. That's that's the kind of nuts you got going on. Here. But
0: <laughs> these are the people I attract.
1: But I did notice two these things. These are my people. Well, three things. Everyone likes to put it in female context, but spirits aren't related to gender it doesn't have to do with gender and then she
0: bashes men
1: and then male pastors are most right. guilty of this
0: right it's not a it's not a gender context but those stupid male pastors
1: right and right. so i said quote everyone blames women quote spirits have no gender quote male pastors play the blame game <laughs> right and then i said go away jezebel your games are obvious here i, I can see the games you're you playing called here.
0: out the demon by name it's
1: it's That inability to communicate clearly is evidence of of, uh, spiritual blindness.
0: Right. We've we've talked about that. We've talked about the tendency for people who don't think clearly to want to talk a lot. Yep. And they just start saying things, believing that they're expressing some kind of truth. Yep. And it's nonsense. And
1: when you ask them questions about, for example, Jezebel, like I'm not going to say that you don't have some truth that you're going to try to express. And maybe you're using words I'm not used to using to describe that same concept. So I'll give you a chance. But when I ask twice or you, you, you write two different comments and it's nothing but nonsense. Right. I'm sorry, but at the at best, the, the spirit you're describing, the lying, blame-gaming, gender-stereotyping spirit is the one that's possessing you right now at this moment, right. at best. <laughs>
0: right. You know. So whatever whatever you name you want to give that spirit, that's right. the one that you at are... At
1: worst, you're just literally typing... You're just typing without your brain connected. Like, it's nothing being said at all. It's randomness. Right,
0: which, is, which I would submit is a thing that you have to do on purpose. Really? Yeah. I think you... I, I think if you're deliberately i would have to do that i mean i would have to i would have to shut off my brain intentionally in order to structure sentences like that
1: you don't think it's like babies babbling until they learn what words mean
0: well we're not talking about babies we're talking about somebody who's an adult and at some point has at least learned what words mean i mean right. the, the, it's not it's not random Words. She's not putting random oh, but words together. It does
1: seem to be random words. It's random sentences. At least the sentences are not connected to each other.
0: The thoughts are random, but but at least this, if you were just pulling random words out of a dictionary, it wouldn't have a well, sentence structure. I
1: will tell you. I I did this this week because we've had several people coming from like either they speak English as a second language or. They are involved in this kind of cultish practice that I think is going on in this situation.
0: And it's destroying and their ability to think. They're
1: saying just just nonsense. Like right. they're saying, they're putting together words that do have sentence structure, right. but the things they're saying aren't making any sense.
0: And, and one of the things that we have done in the past, which I think is effective, is... Is, is sending those words back to right. them or asking for clarification on those words. But, right. it, but especially if you send the words back to them and watch the the ones who are the worst at it get really, really mad when you quote them.
1: No, but the when ones you, who are the worst, back at the ones who are the worst worst end up agreeing with the nonsense that I wrote. Remember what I I yeah. did this last week yeah. with a, a guy who was talking about Africa and freeing, liberating Africa from the white man's religion? I don't even know. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm probably paranoid paraphrasing it with more sense
0: you've probably making than what he you're made. probably actually ascribing it more meaning than it deserves yeah
1: i'm accidentally but i i'm trying to scroll up because i, I had a guy making
0: make a illustration to me and he said um what what you're what you're not able to do is communicate effectively with people who think like i do uh it's like a dance communication is like a dance and you don't know how to dance mm-hmm. and i said okay well, let's let's go with that then. Describe how what does good dancing look like? How, right. do you, how do you do good dancing? And he goes, I can't describe it. I can't explain it. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's your illustration. Right. but that's an example of the sort of people that we have commenting from time to time they'll come in with something that sounds good and they'll say here's here's what you're doing i'm like okay well maybe that is what i'm doing right unpack that for me i can't unpack it for me you know what i'm talking about
1: so here's here's what i wrote to the guy who's from i assume from africa and he was leaving all this you know kind of flower power moon child stuff like on your wall well the
0: moon has been giving off some energy lately <laughs>
1: I know. It's a pattern I've seen. And so I wrote to this guy. This is what I said to him as a test. I said, hearts are like cotton candy.
0: (laughs) I remember this quote.
1: When we open ourselves to a dance of springtime and holidays, the heart plays the hokey pokey. I think religion is best sprinkled with graham crackers and love. If we want to bring freedom to Africa, we need to be prepared to use a little Prilosec mixed with the fruits of friendship and an evening coffee (laughs) heart 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 and then I asked don't you agree
0: (laughs) and when I read it I I knew exactly what you were doing when I read it and he responded
1: after four days it took four days but I finally heard back from him uh and then I told Luke because I said this to you and Luke and I said I think we're bffs now And so this is what I heard back from Guy, from Mr. Mugaga. Uh Amanda, you are right. (laughs) (laughs) But there's more. You are right. But I hope that's how also they spread Christianity to the African mind. But guess what? There was no evening coffee. (laughs) You don't say. It was Bible in one hand and gun in the other. People were tortured to give up their African names and embrace embarrassed Christian names, Uh etc. And and so I responded to my new friend, (laughs) Mr. Mugaga. I said, as I always say, pancakes and peanut butter, what else could possibly be said here? That's true. Uh, that,
0: that is so true. So I was picking
1: that, up those those vibes. What else vibes. could she
0: add after pancakes and peanut butter? What else? There's nothing else to what what be else said. What else is to be added? But
1: I I was picking up some of those vibes from this Carlina chick when uh-huh. she was writing about you know men and and yeah. spirits and straw and women and all this stuff. Well, I
0: remember when I was literally chastised for being too succinct and clear yes. in my answers on the? I was talking with atheists and they were scolded me for being too clear.
1: Yes. Because it was,
0: I was rude. It was rude right. and arrogant to be to be so short. You
1: need to add some style and
0: succinct in my answers and
1: flair right. and obfuscation
0: and more words. And I even specifically asked it. I say, so you're saying that I need to just add more words? Mm-hmm. Yes, that would be the polite way to respond. Right. And so I did, and I did. It's similar to what you did, except mine went on even longer, right. and it was just nonsense.
1: Walls of text. Yeah. Well, so anyway. After I told Jezebel to go away because her games were obvious, <laughs> your friend Al showed up in the conversation and he was he's like always
0: super helpful It's isn't not he?
1: my fault. Jezebel made me do it because he's a pastor. Right. So he was like, Jezebel made me do it. And I said, You're a man. It's your fault for allowing yourself to be possessed by Jezebel. But if you were a woman, like like the Playboy Bunnies, right. I would be guilty of victim blaming you right now. Right by saying these it's things. It's not your fault. If you write a Facebook post as a man, blaming women when they seek power from Hefner, that's you blaming, playing the blame game. That's you blaming women. But if you blame American pastors when they want power and control, you're just tapped into the spirit of Yahweh. Right. Right? And I said, I hope that clears it up for you. And he said, yes, it does. (laughs) Well, he said, thank you for clarifying. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, And I said, oh, wait, I forgot to mention also... After all I just said, this is not about gender. Now I hope it makes sense. <laughs> it's not about gender, just so you know. So, uh, but but Carlina responded, and I didn't go back and forth How many times with
0: her. have we been told that what we're talking about is not what we're talking about? Well,
1: that's what she... How
0: many times has, has that been used on us? That's what she us? said
1: just then. I, I go back and forth with Al a couple of times, and then after a day or two, she Carlina came back, and she goes, taken out of context, just like the religious spirit loves to do, eating from the wrong tree, <laughs> sister! Exclamation point. Enjoy living in the polarities. Love and life to you, dear one.
0: Pancakes and peanut butter.
1: <laughs> Hearts are like pan- whatever I said. Cotton oh, candy. Hearts are like cotton candy.
0: Gosh, I could use an evening coffee.
1: But that was not the end of the of the interactions with Carlina, because you wrote today or yesterday about wives obeying their husbands, yeah. and then she showed up again.
0: And that didn't get as much fire as I thought it was going to get.
1: It didn't really. But, Why is that? But there was some. There was more than you got from Hefner from the Hefner post. Huh? You got more for the obedience to the husbands thing. So you said women should be obedient, and you said that it, it's a two way street because if there's a mandate for men to love their wives, there's also the same mandate for women to submit to their husbands. Correct.
0: That's First Peter. And then
1: it's about it's about worshiping God, and we seem to be clear on this when it comes to the reason that that men love their wives. Somebody We're even brought up like an alcoholic clear wife. On that. Yes. If you're if you have yes. a wife who's alcoholic and she beats her kids. And the guy was like, oh, yeah, well, you still have to love her. That you doesn't mean that you her. can't protect yourself and right. your kids from but
0: it. I, and it was the reason I brought that up is because he sent me the illustration first. What about the alcoholic husband who beats his wife and children? Is she just supposed to continue to submit to him? Right. Uh, and I said, well, what about the alcoholic
1: wife who right.
0: beats her children? Well, and the
1: answer is. Unapologetically they say, Yeah, love is a thing you do all the time regardless. Right. Submission has conditions. Right. So men are being charged by God to do yep. something unconditional, and women are being charged by God to just do it when it feels okay. When it feels good. Right.
0: And it's and that's it. The commandment it's a double standard. The yes. commandment is is universal and eternal for men. No matter what your wife does right. to you or your children or anybody else, no matter what she does, you, you owe her. her. God is commanding you to to love her, and that's where it gets sticky too, because well, what do you mean by love? Right. Well, it means it means submit. Basically, it means submit to your wife. Right. <laughs> loving loving your wife means submitting to her every whim and overlooking all of her flaws in the name of love. Right. Um, but. That the other part of that commandment, where it says wives, you're supposed to, it actually does say submit or obey your husband. Right. That's conditional, That's conditional based on whether or not the wife thinks it's a good idea.
1: Right. If it if it seems to feel right to her, or if he, or if she can just go, yeah, you know, he's not submitting to God, so this doesn't apply to me. Right. He's not being a good Christian, therefore, I don't have to obey.
0: Well, I had a guy on on Gab who called me out on that and said he said. Uh, well, maybe something to the effect of if men if men did a better job of leading, right. then their wives would be Would more have submissive. an easier time. It would, That's right. what he they said. Would, it, would
1: be, it would be easier for them to submit.
0: Right. And so men the reason, the reason that wives are not submitting is because husbands are not leading correctly. Right. And so I asked him, well, who decides when the husband is leading correctly? Right. And he would not answer that question.
1: Well, I think he did eventually say the wife, didn't he? Or was that on a different thread? Somebody well, yeah. did he say said, the Yeah, he said
0: he said he said the wife, but he didn't say it that directly. But he said, it, but then he quickly went back to the husband is the. He said the wife will know right. when the husband that, is.
1: That is somebody who believes that wives are women in general are just inherently more spiritual and better and less sinful than men. I mean, if you really think it's as simple as a man follows God and then the woman. Falls in line.
0: Somebody said that. Is that is that a quote that's coming up about the rib was taken? Yes. The, okay, go ahead. Because that, okay. that's what we're talking about. So here.
1: Carlina shows up on this post about obeying husbands and says, hmm, absolutely. Like she agrees with your post. Uh-huh. Absolutely. I did this and poured out the love of Jesus on a man once. <laughs> she poured out the love of Jesus. I'm sure she did. Next sentence. He couldn't handle it and left me.
0: Uh huh. Because that happens when, <laughs> when
1: when men encounter perfect
0: unconditional love, it and usually sense and yeah, obedience. It sends them scurrying.
1: They can't handle away. it. And they can't leave handle you. it. No. Yeah.
0: They can't. They can't handle it. That's
1: what. That's
0: what always happened when Jesus loved people unconditionally. It always frightened them away. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And she says, "Thank you, Jesus." He left. Thank you, Jesus, because a few months after he left, I discovered. I was dealing with battered woman syndrome. Mm. I'm so grateful now to be married to a man now who understands that his mandate is to love me as he loves himself. Uh This makes it way easier to submit. In a true godly marriage, they are both obedient to each other. There should be a verse also. This is my favorite part. There should also be a verse that reads husbands. She's talking
0: about in the the Bible. Bible. right? (laughs) Here's here's the one thing that's missing from the Bible.
1: There should also be a verse that reads, "Husbands, listen to your wives, because she came from inside your innermost chamber." That's it's, it. That's it's the a quote. poor translation to call it a rib. She says, uh-huh. and she has wisdom. This is continuing the verse that should be in the Bible. Continuing on in the in first she never comes happened from
0: your innermost place
1: in first Thessalonians number four. And she has wisdom and insight beyond what you can only see with your eyes.
0: Yes, there's the Gnosticism of feminists yep. where we know, you don't, you can't possibly know God because you're given a man. God us
1: insight that you don't have because and you that have eyes. And that
0: should be in scripture. It should. It really should. You would think that God what an oversight that the creator of the universe had when he neglected to tell us men that these <laughs> wives,
1: wives that these wives
0: have skills and powers that we don't understand
1: so i just responded to that cuz again i'd already had an interaction with carlina where she told me you know enjoy the polarities and a bunch <laughs> of other stuff and so i just wrote i didn't i didn't say anything except that awkward moment when church ladies start writing their own bibles <laughs>
0: Unapologetically. I mean, right. just here it
1: is. This is what the Bible ought to say,
0: because this is true. <laughs> Which
1: thus saith the Lord, because I know that it should say that in the Bible, because it was written by men, and I have special insight that those men don't have. Right.
0: And where did she get the idea that she is special? From the Bible.
1: <laughs> so so I just was like, yeah, it's awkward when we're writing our own Bibles over here. And she goes, you betcha. Yeah. It's time for a female version translation. It'd be an extra long one, I'm sure. Well,
0: good for her for at least acknowledging what she's doing rather than...
1: Yeah, I mean, but that's why I told being you upfront about this it. is a perfect example of the demonic influence that is on feminists and, this, and the movement of feminism in general. Because right. it's not what you would think. We're not talking about... Like people vomiting blood and levitating and, you know. Head
0: spinning around.
1: Yeah, growling, this guttural. It, that's not what it is. No. But the demons are getting that more work. bold.
0: That wouldn't work right. in our culture. That would, right. we would go, wow, something's wrong with this person. Right,
1: right. right. And
0: the, the the devil is more clever than that.
1: But the, the shocking thing in this case is the honesty, the boldness, and the, and the, Willingness to just come right out with it—the it. the
0: pride. The, right. I mean, the the idea that yes, this is absolutely right, and I have the moral and intellectual and spiritual high ground here on right. this.
1: Right. So I just used an eye, ra- eye roll react, and I said, "Female chauvinists don't speak for me." And just again, one single sentence, and she replied with, "I can't talk butterfly language to a caterpillar. Sorry, sister. <laughs> Moving on." <laughs> And you're
0: like, oh no, you're not dismissing me.
1: So let me tell you, let me tell you what I have concluded. I'm still working on this theory. So mind you, I'm open to criticism.
0: So this is a work in progress.
1: Still, still working. But I think that rather than the, you know, Rosemary's baby, creepy demon possession idea that we've had previously in Hollywood, I think what we need to start thinking of is women who say stuff that sounds like something a friend would say and it's utter nonsense. I I think that is actually more uh, more of a case of what we see when we have people who are lost in the darkness and and toying with the wrong spirits. I think it's usually women who are um, asking about moon energy. Yeah, that's that's probably several steps what backward. If, but oh, oh,
0: I I don't disagree uh, that nonsense doesn't come from God. I don't disagree right. with that. But uh, what if it's What if it's also something that sounds like that sounds like it may be scriptural, but it really, really appeals to your flesh. Yes. I mean, it's a thing that really, really, oh, I wish this was true.
1: Yes, I think that's I wish
0: it. I wish it was true. I wish the Bible said that men are actually supposed to submit to
1: women. Having a form of religion but denying its power. Yeah. We, t- we titled the MomCast episode this week, Gullible Women, because we took the passage from 2 Peter 3, which talks about how gullible women are going to be led astray by these fine-sounding right. arguments that <laughs> are just... Say it
0: doesn't say gullible Rubbish. women it doesn't say gullible people it doesn't
1: it says now i think that the leaders because at first it describes like the the traits of a wolf basically a, a false teacher mm-hmm. it tra- it says people are going to be lovers of themselves disobedient to their parents you know fleshly full of rage full of right. just just ugly people are going to be ugly and they will lead the gullible women astray Right. so it's two separate categories i think well you have to
0: be pretty gullible if you're if you're looking at a wolf that's not even in disguise and you're going, yeah, I want to go with that. Right. Then you're, you're not thinking correctly.
1: Right. So, so we discussed, you know, the fact that, that women are hearing some of these arguments or Mm. some of this religious mumbo jumbo and it's working on them. They're going, wow, maybe there is something to the idea that if a black cat crosses my path, then I'm going to have bad luck for a hundred years.
0: That's, that is a sign of the age. I think where we've got, it's been decades in coming. It started before you were on the planet. It started before I was on the planet, but the, the, this amalgamation, we're, we're mixing all these different philosophies together and coming up with our own, our own religion. Like you said, it lacks power. The Bible right. describes it lacking power. But we're mixing everything together. All, all the ESP and and humanism and and devout Catholicism and Eastern mysticism and atheism. Right. And it's right. all it's all being rolled up together in a in a ball. And then people are coming and pinches off pieces of it that they like, right? And recon and and making their own. Their own gods,
1: right but so i think that the result of that then is um we've talked about the patchwork quilt before they present you with this product like a comment in a so, in a social media thread and it sounds like almost like you could almost make sense of the individual pieces if you tried but then when you put it all together it just is mumbo-jumbo. Right. I mean, it's just... Contradictory. Yeah. Or and it's,
0: or it's just completely incoherent. Incoherent. It's like an, e- a co- an evening coffee.
1: It's like hearts or cotton candy. <laughs> and peanut butter and pancakes. S- and sometimes it's fun to try to write like that. But you also are like, oh my gosh, can you imagine living in that brain? Like, can you imagine being in the body that conjures up stuff like that well, regularly? It's,
0: it's fun to write like that because you know that it's utter nonsense. Right. It's not fun when that is literally how you think. Well, and actually, when I
1: said to you, I, I texted you in the middle of this conversation with Carlina, and I said, first of all, this is like the epitome of an example of demon. modern demon influence. Mm-hmm. This is a person who's going astray, willingly, walking off to the Playboy Mansion that is some false religion of her own making. Mm-hmm. And in a few years, when, when it doesn't work out with husband number two, she's going to be back to blaming him, just like the ladies are blaming Hugh Hefner.
0: Beca- because husband number two didn't receive the full love of Jesus <laughs> that she poured on
1: him. Didn't want her rib her rib wisdom or whatever. <laughs> didn't didn't appreciate it. It
0: wasn't actually a rib. That's a mistranslation.
1: But... <laughs> Um, I I do get a sort of sense of uh, squeamishness, or like a, there is a discomfort being too close to these people for too long. Yeah, and I don't know. Sense. I don't know if that's their aura. I don't know if it's the phase <laughs> of the moon. chakras. I don't know. I don't know if
0: it's the moon energy right. bouncing bouncing off of them. I'm
1: picking up on some of their vibes. I don't, I don't know. know if
0: it's a, it's something to do with fortune cookies.
1: But I do feel like a sadness and a heaviness and a sense of like wow. This person is really wrong and really lost mm-hmm. and really trapped in an impenetrable fortress of stupidity. Like that's how I feel, and yep. it makes me sad. <laughs> yep,
0: I I agree. We have been we have been chastened before for using the word stupid to describe these people, and I just and we don't say it because we're trying to hurt their feelings. So it's not meant as an insult for the sake of insult but it's I don't know of another word to use that describes it adequately right it's it's stupid and I ask if you're if you're going into the playboy mansion to become Hugh Hefner's girlfriend and you're not expecting to be asked to do something that's going to violate your conscience if you're not expecting that that's stupid
1: yeah and I and I ask I mean, completely unironically or in all seriousness, I ask, what would possess a person to do that? What the pos- spirit
0: of Jezebel.
1: What possesses a person <laughs> to write a comment about coffee and Prilosec and, and uh, freeing Africa?
0: Well, you can ask that. You can answer that question, right? Ugh. It's stupidity.
1: The you, spirit you, of you stupidity? Just, you just
0: connect your brain and that stuff just flows right out of you.
1: sometimes it's funny sometimes it's tragic
0: thanks for coming along
1: for the ride thanks for coming along
0: for our ride into depravity uh, Carl (laughs) we'll see you next time Uh, by the way uh, Minnie Mouse is wearing a pantsuit now
1: thanks for visiting the comedian's house If you want to spend more time with our family, you can follow John Branion on YouTube and Facebook. Also email nextdoor at johnbranion.com with your comments and questions. We'll see you next time.